0: for stars. Welcome back to Awesome Overflow. This is your monthly bonus episode where I sit down with somebody from the sorta awesome team and we just give you the rundown on all of the awesome of the month that, you know, kind of just didn't make it to the main show. Or maybe it'll pop up later on a discussion on Sorta Awesome, but of course you will have gotten the scoop because you are, in fact, a superstar. I'm joined this month for the August Overflow uh, by Kelly Gordon. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Meg. Hi, Awesomes. I'm so glad to get down. To, to get down. Yes, to get, get down. down. We're going to get down. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> To sit down and get down to the business of catching up with you, I was just texting you before we started recording that I'm running late because today as we record is the first day back to school homeschool edition Mm. with my nine-year-old twins starting fourth grade and um, well, we we had some issues getting going, not with the twins, with our technology. I'll talk about that a little bit later, but you've been gracious enough to be flexible with, with our late start today.
1: It's totally fine. I mean, and actually I like a late start, so that's a good thing. But I I am (laughs) I am happy to hear that it is more technology related and not child related. Yeah. Because I think sometimes the first day of school can be difficult for reasons that are personal. (laughs) And not to your computer. So that's good. Yeah.
0: Yes. There was some light grumbling. I will say that. They were not exactly thrilled, but the way that our homeschool is set up, they do a little work, do a little play, do a little work, do a little play. That's so, perfect. yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're back in play mode already, of course. <laughs> well, we thought it would be fun for the August overflow to do a round of Kiss Mary kill for just the things in life, particularly from the last month or so, but just kind of what's going on right now, the things that we are very into, the things we want to kiss and just really get real passionate about, the things we want to marry, that long-term commitment, good stuff we want to keep around forever, and the things we want to kill, because you got to you gotta round it out with some real realism, right, Kelly? That's right. That's right. I mean... <laughs>
1: I think that this is, the reason I love this setup, it's kind of a like a roses and thorns that you might do with your yes. family at dinner or whatever, but this is just with the girlfriends. So we can be mm-hmm. like a little bit more real about yes. the things. So, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of getting really real, I'm going to start if that's okay with Please you.
1: Please
0: do. Because what I have to share, it this is going to be, I, I know our superstars are on a spectrum of their experiences with the topic of cannabis and cannabis adjacent products, it has definitely become more mainstream to have all of these variety of products, right, in the past few years. And certainly there are states where you have, you know, recreational use, and then you have states where like absolutely nothing and, and it's all on a spectrum. Oklahoma, we do have um, medical marijuana. And so we have uh, dispensaries on every corner. Yeah. like, it was like once the door opens, everywhere. the doors <laughs> yes. open, like it <laughs> floods in. It just
1: happened in Minnesota as well, where it, THC products were made legal. Yeah. Like uh, in this surprise, like it got snuck into a bill at the end of the session oh. in the spring. And so all uh-huh. of a sudden it was like, oh, by the way, tomorrow marijuana is legal. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it kind of caught everybody off guard. And um, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, my background, uh, I want to talk to you guys, uh, my very first kiss that I need to talk to the superstars about, and also it came from one of our superstars, is a specific kind of product that's called a Delta 8 product.
1: No idea what you're talking about. It sounds like a SEAL team. It probably is a SEAL team, actually, (laughs) Delta 8.
0: (laughs) So my background with using any kind of like, Cannabis product, hemp product, like the all of the things that have to do with marijuana has really just been limited to CBD, which CBD, as you probably know by now, because it's everywhere in everything, including sex oil, yeah. <laughs> like the one from Foria, <laughs> um, you know, massage creams, gummies, other products, um, tinctures. I have used with great success CBD gummies for a while now to just take the edge off of anxiety. And I love the wild brand, W-Y-L-D. I've talked about that on the main show. I think they're a great company. And the great thing about CBD for me is it really is just like, it's not enough to really make any difference in like my perception of the world. It really just Takes the edge off of anxiety, of tension, helps me to go to sleep, all of those kinds of things. So it's a very gentle application of, of what you get from the cannabis plant. Okay. Yeah. Then, of course, on the other end of the spectrum, you have your just like regular, like what we would consider regular marijuana products. So, you know, vaping, gummies, edibles, all of the things. And I, what I did not know until Our friend and sort of awesome team member and superstar Lori Lynn introduced us to were the Delta 8 um, style of products. Not style, but classification of products. So Delta 8 is like in the – it's in between CBD and like traditional like marijuana marijuana products um, or cannabis products. So – This is the product that Lori Lynn had posted about, I think, in the main sort of awesome hangout about how she had taken one and then had proceeded to have a real good time with her husband. And then everybody was, like, freaking out and, like, what are these? Where do I buy them? Well, I read, like, my mind just, like, classified what she said as CBD gummies. And I was like, oh, I have CBD gummies. They've never really had that effect for me. But, of course, it impacts people differently. Yes. But I had gone back to find that. um, Just side note, like I just was like going back to find what the actual product was uh, because the Awesomes like had (laughs) literally swarmed around it and sold it out of these different vendors. (laughs) So I was going back to check what that specific brand was. And I saw as I reread it that these are honey from the brand Honey Root. And I did some research and I was like, oh, wait, 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 what's Delta 8? And so I did a little Googling to figure out, and it basically, okay, so Delta-8 is a compound that comes from cannabis that's similar to Delta-9-THC, and Delta-9-THC is the main compound in cannabis that gets you high. This is the THC that causes euphoria or happiness or sedation, helps you not feel symptoms that are Bothering you, especially like inflammation or nausea, those types of things, and so that's that's the um, one that's you know highly regulated, right. um, if it is um, mm-hmm. available where you live. But delta eight is similar to it, but it's just enough different on the chemical compound level. I can't even pronounce the scientific words around this, you guys. I'm just going to say delta eight, delta nine. So that what happens is delta. 8 can cause similar effects to Delta 9 but it's much less pot- potent. So because it's extracted it can either be extracted from hemp or cannabis in 2018 there was a farm bill that was passed that allowed for hemp to be legally grown in the United States and used for extractions all over the. US, which means that Delta 8 is legal throughout the US um, but it is definitely going to be a product that is going to, have more of an impact on you probably than CBD does. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yes, it I've does. never talked about this out loud before, so I'm no. like, am I? Well, then I, I haven't read, read about I it either. So this is, yeah, this is all brand
1: new. But I'm just like, that's really interesting. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I did pick up the Honeyroot um, Delta Eight gummies that Lori Lynn had raved about, and I will tell you that I did have the good common sense to start with like a half of one. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I've never, I've never, right, you know, even experimented with any of this. I've never had any experience with it. I definitely know the impact that CBD has. I will tell you, even doing like or not doing, but taking a half of one of these gummies, I was like, oh my gosh,
1: really? So what happens? <laughs> this- like in the in, yeah, I feel like, oh my gosh, could mean so many things right there.
0: <laughs> okay, a half of one definitely put me in a very happily chill state of mind okay. whereas like cbd does not impact my mood except for to like help me not feel like so tense and anxious and just like worked up about everything but it doesn't like actually change my mood the delta 8 me absolutely changed my mood for the better and i was just like oh my gosh like <laughs> everything is so gonna be fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i'm so stressed about these things it's actually not stressful at all and look a double rainbow (laughs) it goes
0: all the way
1: (laughs) a throwback a throwback meme there
0: yes absolutely and that was for half of one for me again everyone's body (laughs) chemistries are gonna are going to interact with these in different ways um and I know nothing about, like, what sometimes people come back with questions of, like, okay, but can I take this and then also yeah. still pass a drug screening? I don't know. And do not look to me for that answer. <laughs> do your own research. <laughs> but I will say that even a half of one of these is so potent for me. And, again, this is supposed to be, like, a more gentle high, I guess, is what I've read about Delta-8. It's so potent for me to take a half of one that I'm, like, I'm, I can't, like, take one of these and, like, go drive around and do – Right, like school pickup and stuff. Like I have to. It's basically an evening thing for me. But I'm not going to leave the house, and I just need to like wind down at the end of the day. So
1: that's <laughs> so really still- cool. I mean, like it's it's just a whole new world, right? That's what it is. Right. It's yeah. like having two or three glasses of wine. Okay, You're like, I'm yes. not going to do that in the middle of the day, and then go pick up my kids. Yes, exactly. Um,
0: right. That is a good way to describe it. I I would absolutely agree with that. Um, and so that has been such a revelation to me. And I'm just like, I, I honestly kind of can't believe that these are totally legal, but they are. So or at least they are right now. So even though Lori Lynn already gave her rave review of these, I'm going to just like tag along. I even brought the, I like to bring props sometimes. Yes. You guys can't see them, but she is
1: holding it's, up the jar. It's, the jar. I mean, and it doesn't look sketch? You know what I mean? It looks like something no, you yeah. find at a food store.
0: Totally. It really does. And it's got a cute little bee on it for honey root and stuff. So I absolutely am kissing the Delta 8 gubbies. They are a revelation for me right now. So there's that. Also, I will say, a not small number, Kelly, a not small number of our superstars have come to me private message to say, can we talk about Cannabis products. Can we talk about edibles? Can we talk about what hmm. what's everyone doing? But I think people are a little reluctant sometimes to talk about it. You know, sort of like have those conversations. So who knows? Maybe we'll cover that a little bit more in depth in the future. But if you're what, like, if you're thinking about it right now, you're not the only one who's thinking about it. And so, yeah, that could be just, a great extra. We'll
1: awesome, I think. Yeah, or, or just yeah. for our superstars, um, because you're right. It is. It's like we said. It's a whole new world. And so if you feel like, and the thing that makes me nervous about it is that it's like medically, I I don't want to, like, if you're going to be taking this, you should be talking to your doctor too, to make sure. Oh, absolutely. Like if you take any regular prescription medications, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot to consider. So I feel like that's another thing that people are reluctant to say like this. I can tell you my experience, but I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I can advise right on what would be right or not right for you right it's got to be very descriptive and not prescriptive
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. yes you should totally check in with your care provider who has the big picture of your health situation for sure for sure okay a couple of other just short kiss things i am obsessed with my haircut and color which the color is not that radically different i okay i thought we were going to do and i think eventually when i go back we're going to do a little bit more put in a little more like caramel and honey colors into it to kind of to take it that way a little bit she really just went pretty red which i of course have worn for years and i do like it a lot um but also just the haircut, which I know I look like a mess right now, Kelly. But <laughs> but I saw you on Instagram when you got it cut, so I know yes. we
1: all know you. Can go, you guys can go back to Instagram and look up the show or yeah. Meg's own account and see her haircut the day she did it.
0: Yes, and so Amy, my stylist, did a whole blowout, and it looked so pretty and so straight. But and I told Amy when she was cutting my hair, I was like, I never ever blow my hair out. It is just too hot. It takes too long. I just don't have that kind of time. So she's like, okay, so we're going to do a cut that I am going to blow it out for you just as a treat because you never do it, but you can totally wear it curly, wavy, whatever you want to do. So when I did finally wash my hair after my haircut, and it had been straight for a couple of days, I washed it at night. I did all of my LESS products. They're uh, sponsor right now, Curly Girl products. And I put it up in my uh, – I put it up in a like a silk scrunchie mm-hmm. while it was still wet. And I slept on it overnight. And the next morning I got up and I went to the bathroom and I took the scrunchie out and kind of shook out my hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with this haircut. My hair looked amazing. It was like wild, but in a good way. Yeah. And I went and Kyle Lazardi in his office and I was like, look at my hair. And he was like, you look like a lioness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand this. I also have a mane. It's not yes. curly, but it's like, woof. It's like, I have yes. a lot of hair. So when it's standing yes. out, like when there's a lot of body to it, it is a lot of body. So right. we'll just hearken back. Like picture me with crimped hair in the eighties. Yes. Which we would do in layers. <laughs> it would just build out. It would build out. Yes. So I actually did that for a, like a little show that we did at our church. It was a kids musical. I was like the adult in it and I was playing a lion. It was called Daniel Darius and D. Lion.
0: Okay, yes. Story of yes, Daniel, yes. Old Testament. Uh-huh. And I was
1: D-Lion. And so we just mm-hmm. crimped my hair and it was like there, That's amazing. boom. So I can That's- I can picture – yours is even better because it's red.
0: Yes, exactly. I'm all, I'm primed for Broadway right now. Um, but seriously, it, I do have a lot of hair, but it's very fine. And so, and she cut quite a bit and it just feels so light. Mm-hmm, I cannot mm-hmm. believe how heavy it had gotten. And it's just the cut is making me so, so happy. And That's I'm good. also so happy to have found a stylist that I totally click with. My, I take my girls to her. She is like, she's one of those people that even though they're teenagers, she just talks to them like they're grownups. And I don't know. She's just amazing. So if you're in Oklahoma City area, Amy at 7 Alice Salon is fantastic. Um, so I am totally want to kiss my haircut and color and getting myself into the salon, which is always an ordeal. But I
1: did it. Yes. I was going to say, <laughs> look at you. Remember back in the olden days when you were like, I'm yes. afraid to go to the
0: salon. And now yeah. here you are. Yes. Just, just booking appointments and showing up for them and everything. Um, last thing really quickly that I want to kiss. And these are like so great. These, these could probably even go on the merry list. So for my birthday, my friend Julie, sort of awesome, regular Julie sent me a little, um, gift package from Uncommon Goods, which you and I mm-hmm. both love to shop at Uncommon Goods as well. And she was like, this, Birthday gift is filled with things that you absolutely do not need, but I just thought they looked like fun, and I was like, "That's the best kind of birthday gift to get when you are a grown up." You are like, you don't want the stuff you need; just fun stuff. Um, so she sent me part of the the gift she sent were these eye stones, and again, I brought these to show you, Kelly. These are orbits eye stones, and the description on Uncommon Goods says these finish finish like Finland. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. These finished stone discs bring tired eyes instant relief. And so you put them in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like I've seen these in
1: their catalog. Yeah.
0: Yes. You put them in the refrigerator. Since they are stone, they absorb that coldness from the fridge, get nice and cold. I probably could use them for like, quote unquote, tired eyes. I feel like my eyes are probably always tired, but... The true application for me is when I have a headache, when I have a migraine, to be able to lay down and put these on and just like lay in the dark with these on my eyes. It brings so much relief, Kelly. I'm just like, oh, I, would, I will make out with these. They are so amazing. <laughs> she is holding them very
1: close to her lips right now. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yes, I love them. I am absolutely obsessed with them. And and just like what a simple solution for something yeah. that is often a problem for me. I mean, it doesn't make the headache like totally go away. But while I'm laying there and they're cold on my eyes, it brings me like enough relief. Yes. That I feel like I can keep going. <laughs> can, right. It's, it.
1: It, and it's like a sensory relief, right? I, I would yes. imagine that it's like here's something that doesn't cure it. But at least it, it, it's a different sense to help like battle the pain senses that are coming in.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's my kiss list. I've got some Delta Eight. I've got a trip to the salon. I've got these eye stones. What do you have on your kiss list, my friend? Okay, so I actually think this
1: is appropriate because KISS I think I have a little bit of a crush on a Peloton instructor. Oh, oh, it's just because (laughs) it's like, yeah, tell me more. His name is Dennis Morton. So if you are a Peloton user of the app or the bike, you would probably know who he is. I, but really the thing that I like about him, he is, he is easy on the eyes. All the Peloton instructors are very attractive people, you know, like that's partly why they choose him. I mean, all sorts of different body types, all sorts of different looks, but they're all very charismatic. Like Uh they're fun people, but you got to find like your person, right? Like there's some that are going to appeal to you more than others. And so I have decided that Dennis is like my number one instructor. And it's gotten to the point where I'm not going to do all of his rides because sometimes he's like doing a 60 minute hits and hills or something. I'm like, yeah, no, no. But Mm -hmm. like, that's too Mm -hmm. long for me. But he does, you know, all the instructors do different lengths of classes. So anything that's in the 20 to 30 minute range that he does, I do. And the reason is, is that he is a fantastic instructor. And that matters to me. Like, I am picky about instructors. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to judge you, but like what I want Like in an Mm -hmm. ideal instructor is like I want somebody who is going to give me lots of cues, body cues. Like I'm, I'm thinking about form as somebody who used to be an instructor. I'm like, I want you to be telling me how I'm supposed to be sitting on the bike, reminding me, am I sitting up? Is your butt back in the saddle? Like all these things because I know how easy it is for people to hurt themselves and we all forget. Mm -hmm. So as you're working, you know, they're like, are you dropping your head? Are you tense in your jaw? Relax your jaw. You know that sort of thing. He's great about that. Uh. Yeah, but the number one thing I love about him is that he really rides to the beat of the music. Oh, fun! And, and Peloton is so music inspired. Not everybody does. Some people are like, I know this is going to bug you. We're just going to go off the beat. Like we're going to push ahead of it, or we're going to be behind it. And I'm like, I, I, I kind of can't. Like it's, it makes my skin crawl. Like I, yes. I, I'm, I'm being motivated by the beat, and so I want to hit the beat, and it's whatever it is. And so Dennis, yeah. pretty much unabashedly says at the beginning of his classes, he's like, that's how I ride. Like, I'm going to ride to the beat. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, thank you, because you are speaking my language. So For yeah, sure. he's just, he's fun. Um, he used to say at the end of his classes, he's probably, I would say he's in his 40s. Um, he would say kind of like, I wouldn't say it's like a bad boy image, but this was the thing that he would say that would make you think that. He would be like, so whatever you do, um, what did it, what, hang on. No, I can't remember it. <laughs> We're going to leave this in, you guys. We're just going to keep it real. He used to say, if you can't be good, be good. Like, if you can't do good, be good at it. And now he just... Oh, yeah, so okay. Like, oh. I like it. But now yes. he says, and if you can't do good, be careful. <laughs> Uh (laughs) i feel like somebody at peloton was like you can't tell people to like go out and be good at what they're doing which is not good so or maybe he was like "Ah, and this day and age i should probably just tell people to be careful but anyway he's right he's really fun i so enjoy classes that he leads so he's my little kiss he's one of the kisses that i have on my list um one of the other things is traditions that are kind of marking the end of summer so your twins started back to school online today. Mm -hmm. I know your older girls are already in school. We don't start until the day after Labor Day. Mm -hmm. So we still have Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks here, but we're certainly in those like countdowns. So for us, the Minnesota State Fair here, if you are in Minnesota, is it is the 10 days before school starts. Like traditionally, there are some schools in Minnesota that start before Labor Day, but like it's the last 10 days of summer. Always. Yeah. And yes. so it's just this tradition. So when the fair starts, you're like, oh, no, here we go. Like, it's this is it. It ends, and then school starts, and you have to get back to real life. So mm-hmm. I'm, I was just thinking the other day, like, how thankful I am for – like, everybody has their own, right? For us, yeah. I think a lot of people in Minnesota or in this region that might come to the fair, um, that is a marker. One of those mm-hmm. things that – like, for us, we just – I love to go – visit the things that I have visited most of my life. My kids, you know, like there is a, they call it a little farm, little hands farm. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be for like, you know, toddlers and elementary students. (laughs) And you walk through like a farm that they have built and you collect things. It's adorable, like for little kids. Like you, you go and they have um, like fake chickens, but they have like eggs That are not real again. They're like wooden, but you, you get a little basket and you get a little apron and you collect your eggs and then you go next door and you, you harvest some corn and then you ride your little John Deere tractor through a circle to go feed the corn to a cow where you get a milk. And at the end, you like take all of your things, you plant a a coin in the ground and then you harvest plastic vegetables. You take it all to the yes. store and they give you a dollar and you actually get to pick a real thing at the end. Like you can pick like Aww. a small little ice cream sandwich or, you know, little treats that you have yes. bought. That you have, so I have pictures of my kids doing this from the time they were like three, you know, like going through. So last year, my you guys, my youngest two are now 12 and 14. So, but they were, mm-hmm. they were like, we've got to go to the little, little hands farm. And I'm like, you, you know, you're huge. Like you don't even, you know, like you're not, you can't ride on the tricycle. Like, right, you know, it's, it's for like four-year-olds when they were like, yes. it's a tradition. We have to go. And I was like, okay, I'll just like, I don't know. That is too cute. Oh. So we did. We went through. They were happy. I don't know if we'll do it this year, but it's just those, those things, right? That mark yes. the year, that mark the passing. And I think especially after two years of having a lot of those things disrupted. Yes. Absolutely. Right. So when we get to do them now, it feels even more meaningful, you know, to say, like, okay, we get to go do this thing. So I'm really looking forward to some of these things that are happening at this time. And then I've got another kiss that is a book. You guys, I love it. I have said this before on the podcast that. I do a lot of requests at the library because I'll hear about a book and I'll just put it on my request list. And yeah, you know, some of them are very popular. So I'm like, I don't know when I'll get that. So, yeah. And then it comes in and I don't remember requesting it. You know,
0: like, I'll be like- <laughs> and It's like, surprise. Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> so that happened to me recently. The library notified me that they're like, the book How to Be Sad is in. And I was like, oh. I don't, that's oh. not what I would usually request. Mm -hmm. That'll to be sad, but okay. Like I trust, I trust my request list that at some point, (laughs) Kelly of the past.
0: I was going to say, you trust past Kelly that you were like, hey, that's good enough that I'm going to read it. I'm putting it on the Holtz list. Somebody
1: somewhere, usually it's either something that I heard on the radio or even more likely a friend, you know, that I'm sitting at lunch and they'll say, oh my gosh, this book is so good. And I like literally go right on my phone to the library website, put it on. Yes. That's what this was. It's by Helen Russell. Okay, so Helen Russell is the woman who wrote um, A Year of Living Danishly. That's which, right. Yes. yes. So if you read that book, in fact, it might have been my awesome of the week at one point because I, I think so. thought that book was so fun, so enlightening, so many different things to think about. And she's really an easy to read writer. She's introducing concepts. Like in that book, it's all about... You know, how the Danes live. She's from the Mm -hmm. UK, so she's not, you know, native there, but she and her husband moved there. He works, he, to work for Lego. He wants to work for Lego. So they're living there, and it's just her comparing her experiences, you know, and what, how it's different in Scandinavia. And the book was like, you know, it went. Everybody was reading it and talking about it and talking about like oh, yeah. how things are different there and the goods and the bads and things like that. So that's kind of what she's done here with this book, "How to Be Sad." It's it's like what I've learned about being sad by by studying happiness is the subtitle, something like that. And okay. it is about the need to honor sadness and to mm-hmm. be okay with it. And so many of our Western cultures we just gloss over. You know, um, yes. we don't have good grieving rituals. We we don't want to talk about it. It's not productive, right. all of these things. And so she talks about it, though, through her own experiences of her life. And again, that's what makes it readable. It's not just a science book like or just talking yeah. about grieving in kind of a therapist sort of way. Um, She really does it kind of like a journalist where she interweaves her own life story with Mm -hmm. moments where you could see her reacting badly, usually, to sadness that was not being listened to. Right. And then as she's getting to be an adult and she's like interviewing people who have things to say about it. Um, So it is a really, like it sounds weird to say this, but a really fun book to read how to yeah. be sad because yeah. she makes it so approachable and easy to digest right. and, and personable, you know, because she's sharing her own stories and she's very, she's witty. She's like a very dry British sense of humor, yes. like her little asides like are there. And so like every once in a while you snicker. Um, but it's, it's just a really great book and I am learning a ton from it and feeling like her, what's the word I'm looking for where it's, She's not. It's an off-putting kind of style, Um, yeah. Where so then I feel like truth sometimes can slip in even easier when you're just like you're just listening to somebody and you're enjoying the story and then there's like this moment of truth and you're like,
0: all right, all right, okay, I see where you brought us here to this point. Exactly,
1: exactly. So yeah, if you would like to put it on your library list as well, or just buy it. How to Be yeah. Sad by Helen Russell. I don't know when it came out. I think it's one of her newer books, though. It's
0: okay. fantastic. It's a great kiss. Well, I will tell you that I remember – I think that was the, her book, A Year of Living Dan- Danishly. I could swear that was an awesome of the week. And I don't know if you sent this to me or if I just found it, but I listened to like a BBC podcast, um, and they had her as part of a panel. Okay. And I think it was, it was like when – Kuga was like getting yes. really big. And I think they had brought her in and some other people to talk about the concept. And I remember her personality being just like so charming and so very British, yes. but so very fun and approachable that, yes, this sounds incredible. And I think especially for those of us who maybe mm-hmm. sometimes don't always deal with our feelings, especially our sad ones. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Which I'm like, oh, I can see why. I mean, when I saw the title <laughs> pop up in my email, I was like, I see the universe. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. But it was from a friend who also lost a parent in the last year or so. And so I remember we were at a lunch and she was like, have you read this book? So it is really a very gentle way to say hey yeah. your feelings are okay we need to talk about them it's it's okay to be sad and like literally how do we do this you know right. how do we when everything around us maybe even our own personalities our culture says oh oh let's just move on like aren't you over that already like how do right. you do it how do you be
0: sad so it's mm-hmm. i'm just having
1: a lot of enjoyment out of reading that book
0: so good. So good. That, what what great kisses. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some Mary, the Mary category for August. Which,
1: I, can I just say, when I thought of this last night, I was like, what is that thing called? Mary, kiss, kill or something and, and my 14 year old Taylor, she was like yeah she's like why are you talking about that mom you know, like, <laughs> you're too old is what she was implying and Basically. I was like well I was thinking about the overflow tomorrow like a, a framework because my brain is so scattered and then we got into a whole debate about like what's the difference between kiss and Mary
0: Okay. Like, as I was like how do you distinguish
1: yeah. between the two and she's like well a Mary is like something that you're like I'll live with this forever and I was like well that seems yes. very like a lot of commitment for me <laughs> So how how are you for your enneagram yes, seven? Lines. I was like I don't know. I'm a little scared about this category. Um. So how are you defining like how how is the difference between a kiss and a marry, Meg?
0: So I do. I mean, I do see it in terms of like I want to build a relationship. I want to build a life with you. So I don't think of it in terms of like <laughs> you can never leave my life. Like does this go on my permanent record? <laughs> Now, look, for those of us who have a hard time with commitment, especially who have a hard time with, like, long-term plans, it's tricky. So I'm not going to overthink Okay, yeah. It. Don't I'm come back to me in five
1: it. years and be like, Kelly, you said on that overflow yes. in August of 2022. Yes. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, if we're just going to take this all with a, like, loosely,
0: we're all going to hold it loosely. Yeah. It's very, it's very, we're just going to play fast and loose okay. with the idea of what we're going to marry. Okay, um, I will say I want to marry myself.
1: <laughs> wow. This is where we've gone. So it's like we were, this is what happens when you CBD adult eight.
0: <laughs> this is what, I've had a few gummies. No, I'm just She's kidding. like, I'm just going to marry myself
1: because I'm <laughs> yeah. awesome. No, why are you going to marry yourself, Megteeth?
0: Okay. A variety of reasons. But like right now what comes to mind is I am so proud of myself and so in love with myself because i have finally kelly finally gotten serious about tackling my email (gasps) inbox i'm so excited right now right
1: i can't with you i like i it was just one of those things where i'm like i just have to take this part of meg and put it over here in the compartmentalization (laughs) of we do not talk about because it stresses me out so much yeah so much okay so you're
0: doing it i'm doing it so it started with um, I follow a YouTuber named Jules Acre. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of her. She does like she does like a lot of productivity stuff. She builds uh, the reason I found her is she builds Notion templates, like templates you can use in your Notion productivity system. Do you okay. know Notion? No, oh, I don't wasn't know sure that. if you uh, use it or not. Giving you that look. Okay, yeah, I've dabbled in it. I really like Notion. I just need to sit down with it and like really set it up. But she kind of just does like productivity stuff. And so um, one of her like little free email courses is a digital, a five day digital decluttering like email series. You know how Mm -hmm. creators Mm -hmm. do. Um, In the first day, day one is email inbox. Now, before you start getting these, these, emails in the course, she tells you, she's like, one of these, one or more of these steps may take a while. It's okay. Take your time, work on it. No pressure. All of the days will be ready for you when you're ready. So very first day, here comes this one about the email inbox. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. But that's actually why I signed up because the email situation is only part of the digital clutter in my life, but (laughs) it's a big part, right? So Kelly, right now I have I have been working on it in chunks of time. But as of right now, I I am down to like from from over 8,000 unread emails. I am now down to a total of about 800 emails. <gasps> That's amazing. Yes. And one thing that she suggests and I've kind of been doing this, it's taken me a little bit longer to sort through some stuff but she's like, just archive everything. Yes, yes. Well, I had some stuff like towards the top of mine yeah. that I needed to go through. I have stuff from like even going back to like 2020 that had to do with like business stuff. So I've kind of partly been doing that, but also I've been skimming as I yes. go through each page just to make sure. And so, yeah, I've just been doing it in little chunks of time. It's so so incredibly satisfying. And I'm just like, Oh, my gosh. And another thing that she suggests is getting an app, excuse me, an app called Spark, which you can put on your desktop and or on your mobile device. And within Spark, you can take you can actually merge a lot of different email accounts. I am not doing that. I'm not ready for that level yet. But you can Spark itself breaks down your unread emails into like one section is all of the recent notifications. One section is newsletters. Mm. One section is your pinned emails. And then it shuffles everything else into like a red. And this is all on, um, like it's like a menu on the left side of your mm-hmm. screen or your app. So it kind of sorts things for you. It has a calendar that is like all synced in with your email so that you can actually use it. Um, the Spark app to organize things out of your email, if that makes sense. Yes. Like it's mm-hmm. all right there. So you, and you've got your calendar. It's just a way of looking at email that is not the conventional way, I guess. In fact, the tagline for Spark is love your email again. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. Is that? That <laughs> sounds, sounds like fake. like a stretch.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. but if it's I could a true thing. tolerate it again, that would be good.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. If I could just tolerate it. um. So I'm like, I'm really excited because this has been just one of those things where I'm like, it just felt so insurmountable to tackle. A weird thing is... I had a lot of feelings speaking of like not dealing with feelings. I, as I was going through some of these phases of, of life and like the, these emails are reminding me of certain things that were going on. Um, I had a really, really, really hard time going through the ones from like February and March Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. my mom was sick. And, and it was just like all of like, just like that flashback of when you're trying to balance normal life and, you know, you've got a, a, ill family member um so that was really like i was i was unprepared prepared for how that was going to hit me to go through that then i was working through from like last summer when we lost the baby and there was like an email from the from the hospital where i had gone and the email was like tell us how we did
1: (laughs) right those are standard but this just seems so yeah exactly
0: um but in a weird way, like I'm in the I'm in 2020 now, and it's like okay, so yeah. Well, the, oh, the section the that I'm email. working okay. on, yes, the section like, I'm no, working on is yeah. I know the last two, two years, I went back two years.
1: You're not in 2020 anymore. Let's go.
0: Okay, so yes, I mean. <laughs>
1: It, 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 well, getting back to 2020, though, would actually be kind of weird because it's like it the is. before, right? Where you're like,
0: oh, yeah, look at that. Yes. Yeah, so all these school emails mm-hmm. that are like, you know, talking about different ways for the kids to log in for, mm-hmm. you know, all of the online school that we were doing at the time. It's like a real trip. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should have taken a gummy before I worked on it. You'd be like, it's fine. I don't need those yeah. emails.
1: It's 2022.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So all of that to say, I am so going to marry myself because I am ready to make this commitment now that I'm <laughs> decluttering my digital life. Um, But seriously, I, I really have felt so satisfied. And I don't know, this is one of those things, Kelly, I don't know about you, but I'm like so energy driven when it comes to a project, meaning... Hmm. If I'm not, like, if I don't have the right energy around it, if I don't have that, like, motivation, I will just put it off till I have 8,000 emails. But then once I get into the groove of it, and it, like, my energy for the project just, like, goes off the charts, I'm unstoppable. So that's sort of the mode I've been in. Kyle's been cheering me on all along the way because it stresses him out, too. Like, he'll, like, look at my phone. He'll be like, oh, my God, I'm... I'm going to have a stroke, like how he is absolutely in box zero kind of person. I am too. So yeah, but I'm just, I'm in love with myself and we're going to get married. (laughs) Right. Well, and here's the thing is once you get there,
1: if you have a good system, like if you get through this project, which I would just like to point out that this is not a one day project. Like this is a, you've been working on this for a while and it just takes a while. Right. So that's the nice thing that I'm impressed with you is that it takes perseverance to push through this. Yeah. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you can get like, you know, how often I think everybody does this, maybe not everybody, you know, like you're all of a sudden at 10 o'clock at night, you're like, the pantry must be cleaned, you know, like, and and so all of a sudden you go into organizing mode and you're like ripping things out and your partner might be like, what is, what are you doing? And you're like, yep. It has to be cleaned. But those are like short-term things. You're like, usually if you're not done and you go to bed and you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, why is the oatmeal like, uh, oh, I don't want to finish this. So you're having to sustain over multiple days. And that's, I think, harder to to keep that commitment. And then once you get there, like, I feel like that's the thing that those of us who are inbox zero people, we're like, once you get there and you have a system, like, it's not that hard to be like, boop, 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 boop. You know, like you delete this, you delete that, you put that here and then it's done. Yes. So then it can be maintained but it's the hard work is getting there is going yeah. back like you're doing right now so
0: bravo bravo Meg thank you I also have been unsubscribing like mad I I actually have notifications turned on via the spark app on my phone I never have like audio notifications on on my regular like email but I had, I was like let's just try it with the spark app And I had my phone just sitting on the counter while I was making the girls' lunches this morning. And in the span of like, I don't know, 15 minutes, I probably got like eight emails and it was all junk. It was Mm -hmm. all like stores and blah, blah, blah. And so I have been brutally Mm -hmm. unsubscribing Mm -hmm. as new things come in. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, nope, 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 nope. I'm sure there's probably a more efficient way to do it, but that's what I'm doing. And... Yeah, I'm excited to get there. Yeah, I might just be an inbox zero person. I don't know. We'll That's see. So cool. Yeah. Okay. What about you? How? What? What's on your list that you could just marry? Yeah, it, it, it's like yeah. maybe you get engaged. Maybe you okay. Get engaged. Like I mean, yeah.
1: I will say this: this one does qualify for the marry category because it's making me so happy. Right. So you guys, I don't know exactly what happened this summer. I've been trying to retrace. I think it's because this summer I am working a job that doesn't require me to be, it's very flexible. Like I don't have to be ready to do a radio show every morning at 9am. Like I did even the last two years when I worked from home, like I was still producing a daily radio show. And so I had to be up and ready, you know, like at least for that. This year, because I just need to get my work done by the kind of like by the end of the week, you know, it's, it's so much more loose as far as how I want right. to structure my time. I have been able to just get up when my body wakes up for the most part. <gasps> nice. Like I don't have to set an alarm,
0: Yes,
1: which used to be back when I was a stay at home mom completely, you know, like we did that more in the summer, of course, with younger yes. kids, they get up early, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but now, I mean, goodness, I don't even know what we're going to do. I, you know, like I've said this before in the podcast that we are we are hit-the-wall people when it comes to school. Like, I don't try to backtrack my kids, like, starting yeah. now and be like, oh, let's go right. to bed no, half an hour no, no, earlier. No. It doesn't work. It makes everybody miserable, and they're all still tired the first week of school anyway. So we just, like, right. we tr- we talk about it. Like, we're talking about it now. Last night when people mm-hmm. were going to bed at 1230,
0: mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mm-hmm.
1: school starts in two weeks. And they're like, I know, Mom. So mm-hmm. we're going to bed late, which means that we can sleep until we want to get up, though. So I've been getting up, you know, 8 8:30.
0: Yeah. And then what I've nice. been doing, this is the
1: real point of my Mary, is I have been getting up and going straight to workout clothes and going to the bike maybe or for sure doing yoga outside. Nice. Yes. It has yeah. made such a difference to just do that the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um like it's a way to wake up for me. You know, it's like it's become my ritual. And, and yeah. you know, you and I have talked before, like how you've said making that coffee in the morning, that ritual mm-hmm. is like meaningful. Yes. It's like what you're doing, you can kind of do it on autopilot, but it's engaging your senses. I feel yes. like this is what's happened for me with working out first thing in the morning, which I didn't used to do. Um, so just like rolling out, I mean, like I brush my teeth, but I yeah. really don't do anything else And I might ride on the bike for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I might do some strength exercises, but I always end with a few minutes of yoga outside if at all possible. And this summer we've had a really delightful weather summer. So most days I can, which is really, I think that's part of the big key is that that being outdoors, reconnecting mind, body, nature, listening to the birds, you know, feeling the sun. It's just a different headspace of entering the day versus just like, Hitting it, which during the school year, I tend to roll out of bed and I'm like immediately dealing with kids stuff and like we've got to get out the door and and things like that. So it has just been a revelation – to see how I'm affected by it and what a gift it is. Now, I know it's not going to stay that way during the school year. Mm -hmm. Like, things will change. But just knowing that this is an option to me, it makes me more motivated to say, like, on some days this summer when I've had things in the morning, like, I've got to be somewhere by 9, I'm like, well, I'm going to get up early then. I'm going to set my alarm because I don't want to miss my workout. Which, you guys, I mean, you know that I, I, like, used to teach classes and stuff. But if we could go even further back – I am not an athlete. I did not work out. I did not enjoy exercise for the good first half of my life. Like, that was not a thing. You know, like, I knew it should be, you know, like, we understand, blah, blah, blah. But it was just not something that I had access to. So to be here at 50 and be like, I love working out. Like, I'm Uh not just doing it because... Other people say I have to, or like, it's not an out, it's an internal motivation and it makes me happy. Like it it makes me feel good, um, mentally and physically and spiritually. So like that, yeah, I feel like I can marry that because that is like, I would love for this to be like a new thing. You know, it's not just a phase, like that it's just a new way of looking at life and of incorporating Movement and honoring yourself and that mind body connection. It's just been really, really key. I will also say this is like a bonus when we're talking about routine in the morning is that I've also, if I can, most days then I come in and I'm going to take a shower. I listen to, we've talked about this before, the NPR podcast up first. Yeah. Yeah. While I shower, it's like 15, like 12 to 15 minutes, three top stories of the day. And I just yes. kind of let that be my news. Like, I don't yeah. then come online and be like, well, I should check the New York Times or I'm going to check. Like, I don't, right. I don't listen to the radio right now. Like, even though I produce right now, like, I just mm-hmm. let that be, <laughs> I let that be my news and be like, everything else, like, it'll come. Like, I mean, obviously I work in a newsroom. So even on Slack, like, I'm going to hear other stories, but like, I don't, I feel that is a permission if I've heard that, like, yeah. I kind of know, I know enough, like, I don't need to deep dive, immerse myself in anything, which is also a great mental like clarity, you know, all of us absolutely when we get too involved in the news. It's been a depressing few years, you know, like, there's a lot of things that are hard. And we none of us, even those of us who work in it, should be immersing ourselves in all of that. Um, we we do for need sure. to know what's going on. But there are ways to do that without having to do deep dives. And I'm glad that I found this little this little one that works for me.
0: So great. So great. And to go back to what you were saying about the um, morning, like just exercise body movement all of that I love that you said that you know it's going to change when school started Mm -hmm. school starts but that you just have been like enjoying it anyway I know sometimes for me I think oh well I'm not gonna be able to do this long term so I'm just like not even gonna mess with it Uh but um just to be like be in the moment and be like in this season in this month in this week this works and just like embrace it knowing that Things may have to shift and change. I feel very inspired by that. I really – that I needed that wisdom in my life today. Okay. So can For I sure. actually
1: just use that as a transition into a kill? Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Okay, let's hear your kill. What, the Kill is school year, man. It's a buzz kill. I am not excited about you know, going this is- back.
0: This is so funny because my friend Stephanie, who lives here in the city, who's also a superstar, she also does not like the school year at all and had posted on her Instagram that she was like, I'm not ready for summer to be over. I love it so much. I think that people are like on one end of the spectrum or the other. Like nobody has like mid-feelings about this. You're either like, yeah, school's back in. Woo! Or you're like, oh, school's back. Yes. And that's kind of so. what I was
1: thinking about when I was thinking about this being a kill for me is that it would be an interesting discussion in the superstars group to see yeah. because I think... And I do like... So this is what I was thinking about, actually. I'm going to back up a little bit. I want to hear how the superstars react to this. I feel like this might have even been in your book about the the um, spirit-led parenting. Like, when mm-hmm. you have... Infants, right? Yeah. There's a difference between. I think the words are routine and schedule. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, yes, I was that's to right. Yeah. Cory about it yesterday. I was like, I think yeah. the schedule was more like, um, you know, like at eight o'clock we I'm gonna nurse the baby and then I'm gonna do a diaper mm-hmm. change and then we're gonna do this and then at ten o'clock they go down for a nap and then you know like you have this schedule and right. a-, a lot of people had said what's better than that maybe especially for those of us who kind of get locked on those times and they get frustrated when they don't get met is to think about a routine. Am I yes. getting the words right? Is, am I? Yeah,
0: that's absolutely right. right. Okay. Yes. Where schedule schedule is very clock bound yes. and routine is more like, um, these are the
1: things I'm going to do in this order kind of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, for example, like my morning routine, it may start at 530. It may start at six, whatever. But it, I always do the same things in the same yes. order. But it's not because I'm watching the clock to be like, okay, I have 15 minutes to make the coffee and breakfast and blah, blah, blah. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And
1: so I think that is my issue with a school year. It, so it's not like I don't, I can grudgingly see the benefits to a schedule. You know, like I, which is what you're in more in a school year, at least at my stage of life, because I have kids who go to school. You're like, you're locked way more into a clock. And that's what I don't like. So it's like, we have to get up. We have to be at school now. And now you come home and you have to do your homework now, because then we have to eat and you have to get to bed because you have to get up. And so locking back into that schedule is what just makes like literally my skin is crawling right now. Like I so am dreading that routine that is going to come back, or I'm sorry, that schedule that's going to come back in. And again, like I do live according to routine in many ways, but this summer the routine has been lighter. There's fewer responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and really it's felt the most like kind of like a vacation for me as well. You know, like how kids get a break during the summer, they're like, they don't have to go to school. I feel like obviously I'm still doing a lot of things that are just adulting. I'm still making dinner. I'm still driving kids to and fro. I'm not just waking up every morning and doing whatever I want, but I have Mm -hmm. more freedom to do that sort of thing. And just to enjoy people, I feel like a schedule makes it so much more like, I can't just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So yeah, if I could kill it and I, I mean, I think that our homeschoolers are like, yeah, that's why we homeschool partly is because (laughs) we can routine. Like that's, I don't want a schedule either, Kelly, like come to our side, but my kids are really thriving in school. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know that this is best for them. Right. It's more my discomfort with it that I don't like having to be the adult in charge of a schedule for them. I know. Yes. Yeah, I'm just, I'm bummed about it because it has been such a good, like, it's been so nice to be on quasi-vacation all summer. And of course, who wants vacation to end? I mean, some people do. I think my mom, probably she was on the opposite spectrum from me. Like, she Mm -hmm. really did not enjoy vacation much and did Mm -hmm. not enjoy summer. Um, And Mm -hmm. she would say, you know, like, for her just being back in that very scheduled life, like, was comfort to her. It was security for sure. Um, yeah, and I was always like, I don't understand. Um, so I'm sure there are some people, and I'm not saying it's a wrong thing, I'm just saying this is yeah. for me. <sighs> I know,
0: yes, <laughs> I, would, I would kill that.
1: I would kill that. Tell me one of your kills. I've got one more.
0: Okay, my kill is you guys, it's mega first world problem. I think we all can understand the context of that. Um, but I am ready to absolutely murder our Internet situation, <sighs> yes. which it is a first world problem, although it is also a, it's problematic because both Kyle and I work from home. Yeah. And now we're home, back in homeschooling, two of our kids homeschool online and not since... The great shutdown of spring of 2020 when everyone was home and everyone was like, there's no bandwidth to be had. Not since then has our internet connection been so terrible. We are at the top. We're like maxed out on what our package is with our internet service provider. We only have the choice of two in Oklahoma city and they're both notoriously bad. We were with AT&T, but they just could not offer the speeds that we need. So we switched to Cox communication, which definitely has the speed, but their um, predictability, their reliability mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not great, but, but it's so weird because for like a while it was totally great. I like, didn't even think about it. I never had to think about like, Oh, let's make sure everybody's off the Wi Fi and blah, blah, blah. But this summer, it was so bad, and it was very stressful. Obviously, I have to have it to record yes. with people. I can't tell you how many episodes I sent over to the editor just being like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this has so many tech issues, and I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Um, I will say, as we've gotten into August, here we are in late August, it is getting better. Knock on all the wood. So I don't know if it was a thing where just like, more people are just like, I don't know how bandwidth works. I don't know if there's just like more, more college kids home, more kids at home that are yeah. gaming. Like I don't even know like what's going on. Yeah, not just sense. in our house, but just like in our area or something. It does make sense I don't so know. if
1: kids are home, especially if you have kids that are not just little kids. You know that they might be. Yes. Because yes, gaming takes up a ton and do, yes. video streaming. And usually yeah. most teens that I know are not just video streaming. They're video streaming while they're on a call, <laughs> while they're playing a game. and chatting with friends in discord you know what i mean like yes more than one thing like even sometimes double devices
0: i will go downstairs where our family computer is and daisy will literally be watching a youtube video she has discord running in the background so Mm -hmm. like as she's watching it, she's also like answering discord messages and she's like on her phone like flipping through like instagram yeah or tiktok (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like your brain how what are we doing to our brains? I, know. I don't know. I
1: know. I mean, and here's the thing it's like, I've done it too. If I sit oh, down, yeah. you're like, the kids are like, let's watch this movie. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, like in the background, you're like flipping through something and they're like, mom. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I shouldn't do it. But I, so it's possible that with all those things happening and now kids being yeah. back in school, that yes, it will help.
0: Yeah. but the, I'm
1: hopeful. The frustrating thing is you just don't know what to do about it, right? Like, how that's, right. I think that's what makes exactly. it so annoying. We also have really yes. fast internet because we work from home too and we have gamers and all the things like it's also at the top and on my, it's mostly on my phone, like Wi-Fi it will work and then all of a sudden it freezes and then it will work yep. again. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Why? Why? what's like, what's, what's happening? Like I haven't moved. Yeah. Nothing's happened. It will happen of yeah. course. And if it happens no. in a game for a kid who's like playing Valorant or something, oh that's, my gosh, you know, yes. like they're in some big battle, the, the Forget howls. Yes, of rage when that happens. Oh yeah, you know, like a glitch yeah. is
0: is not the glitchy. Oh mm-hmm. man, yes, that's, uh, that's yes. a kill. So that's a huge kill. I'm I'm hopeful maybe there will be some redemption in the coming weeks, but it has been real bad. Yeah. Okay, well, you have one more kill. I have one to more kill,
1: and this one is also kind of a first world problem. But it's it's weird, you guys. What do we do with our stuff when we don't want it anymore? When no one wants it, like I, is this is an American yeah. thing. I actually, there was an article that I saw. I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline where they were saying, "When you Marie Kondo your closet, like there's really basically nothing to do with those clothes except send them to the landfill." Like there's yep. so many of them, yep. No one wants them, right? There's nothing to do. So yeah, as I think most of the superstars know, we moved my mom to a nursing unit, like a nursing home wing of a care unit Mm -hmm. when we moved her we had several other pieces of furniture one of them was like a huge entertainment armoire which i mean i know those aren't really like the thing that people look for anymore so in that sense they're a little dated but it was gorgeous in perfect condition solid wood except for the back you know like it was Mm -hmm. it was really nice i listed it for free on uh, like everywhere that i could and no one took it we had to pay somebody to throw it away in the dump. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. So I feel like right now I'm doing a little bit of some purging. Like I went through in our garage, like we have actually, we have a regular garage and we have a second garage, which is so nice because we have a spot for our daughter to park in the winter yeah. outside. And it's, we have like sp- old sports stuff in there. So I was like, oh my gosh, there's like a whole slew of soccer shorts and socks and again like 18 different jerseys from different sports that no one's gonna wear because they have my kid's name on them you know um so i ended up just throwing those things away and then i all the other things that my kids they don't fit in anymore i Mm -hmm. listed again like in a buy nothing group that i'm in on facebook no one wanted it um i now i've listed it on the regular facebook i'm like i have rollerblades i have bats and balls i have a soccer ball i have you know like all this stuff no one wants it. No one do There was That's one person who came crazy. and then like it was a miscommunication. When he came, it wasn't out. So I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, and he's like, yeah, I don't think I want to drive back. So I'm like, I, 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 like again, like all this stuff might just end up getting tossed because we can't keep it. Yes. And, uh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a frustrating thing when you're like, I don't, I don't know if this is just where we are as a society right now. If people have too much stuff, everybody's downsizing. So people just don't want things. Which right. I mean, I get, I don't either, you know, for yes. the most part, you know, like there's some specific things that I want. And in the Buy Nothing group, you could also put that on there. Like yeah. I'm looking for an exercise ball chair for my antsy 12 year old. Um, But yeah, it's just, I feel really guilty just throwing 18 jerseys in. Mm. Like my daughter had, um, Natalie had some sheets from her bed that had ripped, like the fitted sheet in particular, like huge rip, you know, like it just worn out. It's great. We used yeah. it. But what do we do with it? Throw yeah. it away. We just yeah. have to throw it away, right? But like, it's just mm-hmm. like this whole big chunk of textile that I'm throwing into our big garbage can it makes me sad. So I, I don't. Know. I wish I don't. I don't know what to do about stuff like that. Like, it's not worth repairing. No one wants it. Like, the, you know, my sister took in donations for um, some families that were coming from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. like last month. And it was very much like they have nothing, you know, like, what, what do you have? So people were dropping off stuff. And you guys, like, I recognize like the other side of this is half the people brought her like, they were like, well, this toaster doesn't work really anymore. But like, I bet they could fix it. You know, it was that sort of thing. What? People giving away their garbage because they they haven't gotten rid of it. You know, they're like, well, yeah. this has got a big chip and I don't have a lid for this thing. But you know, i <sighs> And she's like, I'm just taking most of this. Like half of it is going straight to the dump. Like it should not. Oh. Like these people are getting rid of it. Like it makes you feel good to give it to somebody, right? Just toss it away. But don't do that either. Like I'm not gonna no. take the sheet with a rip in it and be like, I'm sure somebody at the goodwill will buy this. They're not gonna buy that. You know. So no, it's just
0: I feel stuck. Like just yeah. having
1: to toss all the stuff. Oh well.
0: I do feel like and I could be wrong and you should definitely check with your local resources. Just the the rip sheet reminded me. I feel like local animal shelters will sometimes take that's old true. towels and bedding and stuff. They always need stuff like that, but definitely like call first, yeah. check and see if that's a thing that they're doing. And also COVID has changed a lot of things about donating yes. and what what agencies will take and what they can't take. And I mean, it's a thing I understand. And I do hope maybe some superstars have some wisdom (laughs) and like, hey, you may not know this, but you can blah, blah, blah. I would be happy to hear. And I think too, for me, it becomes like such a friction point that if I don't know what I'm going to do with like all this stuff. If I clean this area out, if I clean out this closet, then I just like don't even want to do it. Because yes, I'm like I don't know where does this even go. Right, exactly. Like I feel like that with all the old
1: T-shirts that we get. Lots of times, I mean, clothes that we outgrow that are still in good shape, I will donate somewhere. Um, but yeah. I'm like, no one wants a T-shirt from the VBS three years ago. You know, like no. those sorts of things. The sports T-shirts. Like this is my call to America. My PSA. Stop. My kid yes. doesn't need a T-shirt for every single thing. Like they wear do it for not. that week. They don't need a t-shirt for the musical. Like they don't. They don't. Stop it. Stop sending no, and me all then, these t-shirts.
0: And then children like Daisy, she gets a t-shirt for everything, Kelly. Like I cannot even tell you. I cannot even put a number to how many t-shirts she has for various things. All-state, orchestra camp, yes, yes. blah blah blah. You know, class shirts for the year, orchestra gear for the year. And she does not want to get rid of any of it because it's so she's so sentimental. Uh, the other day I did say because we were talking about how she doesn't have enough room in her drawers, and she's like, "I know I should get rid of some T-shirts, but I just can't." And I was like, "Well, maybe we could find someone to do a T-shirt quilt." That's for what you. I was going to suggest. Yes, because she really does have big feelings about it. She was like, "What's a T-shirt quilt?" And I was like, "Well, let me tell you." And so she was very into that idea. A I mean, that's idea. one like tiny solution, but I to- I'm with you on the T-shirt thing. Like, oh my gosh, it's to the point where when they're like, "Oh, can I get a T-shirt for this?" I'm like if you get rid of three of yours that you already have, yes, you can get one. Well,
1: and I feel like so many times it's not an option, you know, like it's like they're signing up for something. What size of t-shirt do they wear? We're doing the musical. What size of t-shirt do they wear? You're coming to this church camp. What kind of, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. So actually I will say this. Our um, church used to, like have new t-shirts every year for VBS. And now they use the same shirt. They just, they don't have a new theme. So like if you're a leader, you can just keep your shirt or they ask for them back. At the end of the week, they say, if you would like to give us your shirt, we wash them and we will reuse them next year. Oh, that's so smart. Thank you. Thank you. That is the one answer to like, if you want your kids to all have the matching stuff, Mm -hmm. especially if you're going to go out, like I understand if you're out of the the building and you're trying to keep track of people, why it's helpful. But like, yeah, yeah, I just, my kids don't usually care and wear them again. So unlike DC, they just sit and then I throw them away. I guess. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. well, we did. We did it. We did some kisses, some marries, some kills. For sure. Um this was a good way to kind of look back at the month. Yes. Kind of where we are in this moment in time. So, yeah. I think that's everything that I had Me too. to share. Do you have anything else? No. No, okay. no it's just fun yeah this was fun um superstars thank you as always so much for your support we are so 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 grateful for you for your of course financial support but also just your being the heartbeat of our community bringing your light to the awesome nation and to the world around us so thank you and kelly thank you for sitting down and catching up with me it was fun i'm glad we could get down (laughs) get down yeah all right thanks superstars we'll see y'all next time